Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is trusting your choices. So, so often when we've done just decades of things that have made the problem worse or haven't worked, then the really awful side effect of that is we stop trusting ourselves. We stop trusting ourselves to make choices for our own life because we see this pattern of, well, every choice that I've made to try to fix this problem, it's, it's gotten worse or, you know, I've lost it and gained it all back or we, because of bad solutions, and I just want to speak into reality there, like we're making the best choices that we can, but there are just a lot of bad solutions, solutions, I'll even put that in quotes, that are part of the problem, that make the problem worse. But the effect on us is we are eroding our own trust in ourselves and our own ability to make choices. This is why a lot of the time if we've been struggling with food, you know, over, over months, over years, is with that eroded trust of ourselves, we start defaulting to others. We start polling the people around us. What should I do? What should I think? Who should I be? And we don't see it, say it in those particular words, but that's really the feeling behind us losing trust in ourselves and defaulting to others, which is a really dangerous thing for our lives because we're in charge of creating those lives. And we honestly do a really good job in a lot of areas. And it's this thing with food because there are so many things out there that make the problem worse that really creates this dynamic where we're trusting ourselves less and less. So freedom is trusting ourselves to make choices. And what's beautiful is for every single woman that we have coached, that we have helped, that is now free, that gets to live the rest of her life in absolute permanent freedom and peace with food, she made a decision, a choice for herself and it was hers. She made the decision to step forward into her power, even though that trust had been eroded, even though she had insecurity about it, she was more committed to her freedom than her fear. I'll say it again. She was more committed to her freedom than her fear. And what that started was this beautiful ripple effect of you know what, I am finally gonna fix this. I'm gonna do something real. I'm not gonna do some cheap, free, like do this one thing to take this pill or this one crazy trick to melt the belly fat. Like I'm gonna do something that's real. And we get to partner with them and actually fix this for real once and for all. And not only is that freedom a beautiful thing, but it's the trust that it restores in our lives and when we get to have that trust of like, oh, I made a really good decision that fixed a lifelong problem, then we have this renewed excitement and trust of like, oh, I can trust myself to make all of these choices 
because I make good decisions. And we could just squarely see that all of our failures in the past were not because we were making a bad choice, but because we were being lied to about what it was. We were drinking poison that was labeled as medicine. And when we stop doing that, and when we actually do the real thing that fixes it all the way, then you get to have that trust restored. And making choices is what creates our life. And when we can trust ourselves to do that, our whole life just gets better and better and better. So, and freedom is knowing that you deserve it, knowing that you deserve freedom. So when we struggle with food, we ask ourselves the question, why a lot? Why do I keep sabotaging myself? Why do I keep doing this? Why do I do something that I know is bad for me? Why am I breaking my promises? Why did I eat that when I know that it leads to these other things? You know, there's so much why around it. And even if it is toxic, low quality answers that we're giving ourselves, our brain answers that question. And sadly, what can come up with so many just rounds of struggle is that the answer to that why is that you don't deserve it. And although that is a horrible lie that we tell ourselves, it is an answer that we often give ourselves for that question. Maybe I don't want enough. Maybe I don't deserve it. Maybe there is more meaning to this. Maybe I'm meant to suffer all of these really awful ways to live, but those, the questions are repeated and the answers are repeated. And a beautiful part of freedom is that you get to know that of course you deserve freedom. Of course you deserve freedom. This had nothing to do with you deserving it or not. That was just a given. You deserve to be free. You deserve to feel good. You deserve to have a brain that you can really have a wonderful time in being in your own mind and a wonderful time being in your own body. That is something that you deserve. But when we're not there yet, there are all these questions that come up and laying down those questions and just getting to see the reality of our life of like, oh, I have freedom and yes, I deserve it. And I've deserved it the whole time. I just didn't have the way to get myself there. And that's what freedom is about is aligning with what's actually going to get you there, real solutions, so you can rest in knowing that yes, you deserve this the whole time, you deserve freedom. And freedom is that you know what's right for you. Yes, who makes your decisions? You. Who knows what's right for you? You. And we're literally taught this as women in the society that we grow up in, but then it is compounded when we struggle with food, is to think that other people know better what is right for us than we do. And we see this from time to time in women starting out their journey to freedom when there's just this, this overwhelming urge and desire to give up their power and to be like, oh, well, uh, let me ask my, my husband what he thinks that I should do or let me ask my kids what they think that I should do. Now, there are loving, wonderful, supportive people in our life that can be a support into us making decisions and knowing what is right for us. But part of freedom is to build that knowing that has been there the whole time that you know what is right for you. Think of all the ways that we default to this like, you know, going to other people or other sources to figure out what is right for us. 
Think of all the diets that we've done over the years where with something that is so natural and simple in its undistorted form as eating that we don't trust our hunger signals. We're going to our meal plan and our timing on that meal plan to know what we should literally eat and when we should eat. We're not consulting ourselves when we're hungry. We're not consulting ourselves when we're full. We're not consulting ourselves when we would like something sweet or something savory or to even though I'm hungry, I'm just in part of this project. So I would rather not stop right now and eat something because I'm doing something else right now. And when we get to have the freedom of like, I get to decide that. Uh, some, a question that comes up sometimes is like, oh, well, how will I know how to eat? Well, when you don't have disordered eating that you're struggling with, it's really clear how to eat. It's like, how do I know when to breathe or how much to breathe? You don't have disordered breathing, and so you know how to do that. In fact, it's a non-issue. You're not even thinking about that. That's how eating is when the disorder is out of the way. When it's not distorted anymore, we can see clearly, we can feel that. And so in knowing what is right for us when it comes to food and not defaulting to a program or a plan, we start seeing this ripple effect in our lives of like, oh, I know what is right for me when it comes to my body. I know what is right for me when it comes to the decisions of my life. I know what is right for me when it comes to dealing with this relationship or this issue. And that creates such a solidness in our life. And it creates a beautiful responsibility because sometimes we're defaulting to other people because then if it doesn't work out, then it was their decision, not ours. But it always comes back to us. Even if we're defaulting someone else, we're still making that final decision. And when you bring on that trust and that responsibility, then you get to be in that confidence of like, you know what is right for you. And it is a beautiful element of freedom. And freedom is to show up in your life unapologetically happy. So I love it. And many of these topics for our series, like almost all of them, <laughs> although I could think of the long list on my own, these are offered up so often by our grads because they're just savoring and enjoying what freedom is. And one of those that came up recently was one of our grads just saying like, I get to be unapologetically happy. I get to be happy without any sort of like, you know, explanation or justification because I can step into that now so solidly. And the reason that we, if we feel happy when we are struggling with food, feel like it needs to be an apology, is that when something so fundamental, something so damaging, something so important in our lives is out of kilter, when we can't eat normally, when it's a struggle every single day, then it drains our positive emotions because when we feel happy, there might be a moment where we have happiness, but then there's this remembrance of like, but how can I be happy when this is so bad, when this is so awful, when this is such a struggle, when my body looks this way, when I feel this way, when I'm out of control. And so it just drains all of that positivity because we go back to, but I can't really be happy until this is fixed. And although we are deserving of unapologetic happiness the whole time, when we're struggling, it's really difficult to access 
because it just takes up so much emotional bandwidth. And if we do feel happy, it's with an apology of like, oh, well, I'm happy, but it's only because I really am doing something about this other thing in my life. And when that's just over, when you're like, oh, I'm free, it's done, we're good, that's not a struggle anymore. When you can look at your life and just be like, nothing is controlling me, nothing is hurting me, I'm not damaging myself anymore, like, then that joy, those positive emotions, that happiness, those wonderful moments, we can just be fully present in and really savor and really just love it, unapologetic. And freedom is eating on a date. So when we are in this state of disordered eating, when we're binging, when we're restricting, when we're yo-yo dieting, when we hate our bodies, when we have this mental obsession with food, all the food crazies, when that is happening, then when we have like a first impression with someone, right? You know, we're out on a date, um, you know, we're going out to dinner with someone, we're in this state where we're wanting to put our best foot forward, then we oftentimes don't eat how we would wanna eat because there's such a disordered relationship there. It's almost like, I don't know what would be the appropriate thing to order as a normal eater, so I'm just gonna go to the other extreme and I'm just gonna have a salad and dressing on the side and please leave off the cheese and oh, do those croutons have gluten? Like we get this really stripped down, unenjoyable salad and then we're on the date and we're eating the salad and then we go home and binge. <laughs> and then we feel even worse. Instead of like enjoying something that we could actually enjoy. And one of our grads was celebrating. She's like, I went out on a date and I ate food because I can eat on a date now. <laughs> because it's just a non-issue. If you're going to a restaurant, guess what restaurants do? They serve you food. And there's a big variety of wonderful food that we can be eating. And so being able to go and actually be present in that experience and eating on a date and having it be a non-issue is just an absolute joy of freedom. And freeing women from every cage. And freedom is being imperfectly fine. So this comes from one of our grads who she's phenomenal, she's a surgeon, she's very accomplished, and has really struggled with perfectionism for so much of her life, and a horrible eating disorder and bulimia, um, and that's why she came to us to get free. And now she's totally free, and she gets to live her life, and she gets to like show up in her life in such a wonderful way. And she was just celebrating, she's like, I had an imperfect day of eating and an imperfect workout and I'm fine. And those things would not have been fine before. Those things would have been something to make up for. Those things would have been something to apologize for. Those things would have been something that had a huge emotional toll. And she just had a day where this wasn't perfect and that wasn't perfect and it is no big deal because it's just not anymore. There's nothing to make up for. She just gets to keep on going with her life and that is freedom. And freedom is enjoying being bored. So one of our grads was sharing that she used to be so scared of being bored because it was connected to her binging, right? So she's like, oh, if I'm bored, then I would go into the kitchen. If I'm bored, then my mind would just, you know, start going crazy and I would have to, you know, find something to do and that would usually turn into eating. If I'm bored, then I have all this, well, I should be productive. And she's like, I just get to enjoy being bored now. She's like, Oh, there's nothing to do right now. All right, I guess I'll just sit here 
and enjoy being myself or I'll find something to do or I'll be entertained in some way. But there's no connection with like that fear of I have to keep myself busy all the time. I have to be productive all the time or I'm going to turn to food, like just constantly distracting ourselves. And instead, like you can be bored, you can be quiet, you can just be there, you can just be. And it is no danger to you and it's no risk and it's enjoyable, really. So enjoying being bored. What a beautiful element of freedom. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session, where you can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!